My smutty sleuths. It's me, Taylor, your co-host of Let's Talk About Smut. If you just didn't know what podcast you clicked on yet, I'm here with my co-host, Hallie. How hey. are you? Hey. You always say, it's me. Like, I think of Taylor Swift. Hi. It's me. It's me. I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> hey, friends. What's up? Happy Friday. Happy Friday, guys. The wine is poured we are about to dive into this book that I don't even think we've dove out of yet. I I still haven't processed what the fuck we just read. Yeah, I feel like I'm back at the beginning of like from Blood and Ash. Like, yeah, like I need my murder board, murder board I need, back out. I need my murmur bird. I need my murmur murmur. I need my murmur murmur. I need my murder board. I need my murder board back. <laughs> With a, sig- with a cig in your mouth. Yeah, hanging out. <laughs> Bud Light in hand, baby on the hip. Woo! Uh, but yes, we are coming together on this episode to talk about A Shadow in the Ember we're by Jennifer L. Armin Trout. We're, we're definitely going to try because it is a, if anyone has read this and you're just like here with us for fun or you're reading along and you have now seen the chaos that ensues in this book um it's a lot i mean it just twisted it twists and turns it's a lot but um i loved it oh i loved every i thought it was it. i'm gonna say it i thought it was better from from blood nash oh my god i told you immediately i know i loved sarah like i love sarah i love meat toast he has god. dethroned castile he, he, I think, might have dethroned Resand. I'm not even kidding. Like, he, he is, like, number one for me. Everyone. Like, I don't I think. And I'm a huge fan. Hades um, is, like, my book yeah. boyfriend. Yeah, There's something is. dark and smoky about him that I just right. love. But this was and also very Hades and Persephone vibes. It was. It. I mean, they even go to hate like they're in hades what is so, hades hall or whatever hades hall and i was like oh and i was like oh here we go yeah i was like okay <laughs> cool yeah we've been here quite a few times quite a few it's a journey love i love what you've done with the place dark weird perfect love it <laughs> smell of death mm. perfect wow i love it enticing the senses so yeah, you know, that's the book we read and um, we should just go ahead and get into it. I've got a lot to talk about. Um, we haven't talked about this at all. No, I feel like I'm just going to sit here and theorize with you. Like I just, I'm going to try so hard to stay on track of things, but like I'm just- You know, guys, point. this is, I didn't even make an outline for this. Usually we have an outline for an episode and I just can't, I just can't, I couldn't do it. It would um, be 16 pages long. It would be the right. book. <laughs> which is the reason why we always said we would never do this series on the show and we are now so you know I think our best approach today is um give our overall thoughts what we liked what we didn't like of course the smut huh. and the spice and the steam huh. um and then you know I I don't trust myself to go through all of the nuggets and plot points that were given to us in this book because there's too many without a list in front of me um, but then I think we just kind of go into like our bigger theories of what we think are, we might see or excited to see coming up. And then maybe next episode, 
whenever we pick back up with all this, maybe at that point I can then process more um, and I'll have more answers and we'll for you, know but more. I don't at this time. Yeah. I think we will also know more because uh, I agree. I think at the last end of the book, everything is just thrown at you and you're like, and it's like, Oh, we're back in from blood Nash world. Okay. Wow. Okay. We well now we know why Poppy is what she is. Right. right. <laughs> so yeah. Um, what did you rate um, a shadow in the Ember? I gave it a 4.8 to a five. Yeah, I gave five stars because, I mean, I devoured it. Um, I could not stop reading it. I think I read it in like two days. I was staying up to like 3 a.m. reading it. Couldn't put it down. I will say there were a few things that were not perfect for me. Yep. But they weren't big enough things for how much I was just like loving the story of it. So I still give it five stars. Um, Again, I do think it's better than From Blood and Ash, especially as an introductory book, if you can call it that. Is it really an introductory book? Maybe not. I feel like you could read this series outside of reading from Blood and Ash. Would it be a disservice to yourself? 100%. A disservice. And honestly, like, I might take your schmuck card if you right. do it. We're but it. you you could. You, you At could. this point, yes. Not reading the next I, book and yeah, what's to come. I think, I think you're absolutely right. Um, Can I tell you why I gave it my 4.8? Yes, please. Um. You know, and it kind of, it was big enough for me. I'm not going to lie. Okay. We were not left. I mean, we were left on a cliffhanger, right? Of course. And I guess maybe that. because I kind of, I like I told you prior, I kind of guessed what was happening. You guys, I was on my nugget fucking train. You'd be so proud. I really haven't been on the nuggets lately. She really was. Like she nailed I, one thing, the big thing. And I was like, I didn't even see that coming. And she was like, I already knew. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I already back. knew. People, I, she, I, she is back. The trap door. I'm here. She's here. <laughs> I'm here. We're not going to tell you because it's the spoiler free part, but we'll get to it. Yeah. My 4.8 was, it wasn't a big shock. Like I, I love. See, as someone who didn't get it, I was floored. Yeah. I, I. This is when being a nugget queen has its disadvantages. You don't, you don't want to be, you know, you just, you (laughs) don't. This is when everyone is. You don't. I've taken on the duty for everybody Right, you don't want to be. Exactly. Um, yeah, Thank that you was for your service. Reason. You're welcome. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. My biggest things was um, I did get a little annoyed with the reuse of some of the jokes. Like, oh, yeah. The stabby jokes and the question jokes and the whatever. I understand. To hear me out, people. I understand it's a prequel series. Spoiler alert, if you haven't read from Blood and Ash, please don't be here because we're going to be talking about that too up until book three that we left off on. We know that Sarah is her grandmother. I get why we needed to show how similar they were, but you could have done that in the form of not like the same stabby jokes that we've already heard three books back to back 20,000 times and like yeah. the question thing. It was just like, I wanted them to have another inside joke. Like, why can't Sarah and Nikos have their own inside jokes? Like, I wanted something else. It was a little yeah. annoying. Yeah, like genetics I'm are strong. I'm nitpicking. Yeah, like genetics are strong, but like being annoying is not, you know? <laughs> right. Like right. that's not being exactly. <laughs> it's not. And then my other thing was, I know you did Audible for this one mostly. I was yes. reading it, uh, like hardback. Um, I have all my pretty tabs. It's really pretty. Oh but wow, how fancy! There, you said so. Usually, hear me out again. 
especially with like Kindle Unlimited or like indie authors, I can't, I'm not the person to read a book and I run into like editing problems and I like will DNF the book and slam it down and never open it again. I get that a lot of like indie authors, like if one, you sometimes can't afford an editor. And if you can, there's different tiers, different levels. And sometimes we're just human and you're going to miss some editing or some spelling errors or whatever. I can roll with it. It doesn't bother me. But a book of this, on this level, with a publishing house behind it, and the amount of editing it has to go through already, there were at least two instances where things were like, were like dialogues, chunks of dialogue were repeated within like two pages of each other in a different scenario. And it threw me off and it really irked me. <laughs> I wonder if I caught, you know, Hallie, now that you say that. And there it's was not some- like big things, but it's like, we just talked about like what? And then I had to go back and be like, no, this is the exact same dialogue, but now we're having no, it again I- in a different thing. I wonder, I don't know if I like really thought that way, but there was a moment in the audible where I had picked it up in my, like I had listened, I was listening on my AirPods in the hospital and then went back to my car and it was only like literally like maybe 10 minutes of span and got my car, plugged it back in and I heard the same thing over. And you're like, I think I've heard this. So I was like, oh, okay. I actually think maybe. Yeah, I didn't notice that. Until... There were two instances of that where it was like chunks of things that we're redoing. And it's not to reiterate what we just learned. No, it's like legit. Like somebody copy and pasted when they were like rearranging and structuring and they just forgot about it. And then there's another thing where they like don't make clear that the redwoods or the dying woods or the dying. They use it interchangeably, but they don't tell you what it, it's just it's very weird. It was an editing thing that huh. just kept pissing me off. And again, normally I can roll with it, but I think on the book that's on this level, I think it's a little annoying. You were birdie while reading. Yeah, you know, it really has <laughs> taken the fun out of it sometimes because I've learned so much about story structure and I can now predict basically what's going to happen. And because it's a formula at the end of the day of how a story is born. This one, not so bad because fantasy. I don't really know a lot about fantasy structure, but like the romance arc, I know all about it now. Yeah, basically, yes. It it was doing me a disservice because I was just like hyper-focused. And again, reading it through for a podcast where you're more hyper-focused we have to, talk to do, about it. We have to, yeah, we have to do it. It, it. And that sometimes takes the joy out of yes. rereading and things like that. Yes. So I, I was really glad we got a new book in the series that we both hadn't I read. did think this was the perfect time for the new book. Yes, I am. And I thoroughly enjoyed this book. I get, I'm nitpicking very heavily this is still a five-star read for me this is, you know this it. is why we get paid guys this <laughs> we, is don't, we get paid the big we guys. don't get paid we get paid by our normal jobs but this is right. why we get paid in our fake money exactly <laughs> so what did you rate this on a spice level oh uh this hit every fucking kink i could ever possibly have so a five um and again she's rating on quality not quantity i'm i'm not rating it on quantity whatsoever quality was phenomenal and actually there's a kink in there that i love in my own personal life yeah and it is my fucking favorite yeah you guys are probably gonna think i'm a weirdo but it's fine and they did it and i was like because i know that feeling like literally i like in my car gripping the steering wheel went like oh my god because i the amount of times the amount of times i was like blushing squirming or squealing over this man niktos is a fucking daddy bde what did we call him big daddy dick energy bdde big double de because fucking 
my God, this he, man. He is the epitome of that. And we'll talk about the few scenes that aren't even smut scenes, but it's just like jaw on the floor, alpha demon male, like God. Oh, like It's so it's good. Perfection. Um, so yeah, I gave it like a two and a half, three. I'm going to do uh, more yeah, quality over quantity. quantity. Yeah, I know. But I will say the steam slash tension factor, mm. five out of five. Mm. Yeah. Okay. We'll go ahead and just be nice and say it because I will say you don't get like actual sex until like the act of intercourse until later in the book. So I think it's like with 10 chapters left. <laughs> yeah. You don't get it. But fucking my God. The shit but they the do tension before. and the steam. Eh, you get other eh. things besides intercourse. Like yeah, they, yeah. they warm up to it. Right. But you are right. You don't even really get there until yeah. then. Let's go ahead and do our spoiler warning. Yeah, because um, I, 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 I gotta talk. I gotta, I talk. gotta talk. So, bam, 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 bam. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't read this book and you're still on the podcast, please <laughs> get do the not fuck listen. out. Get the fuck out. Just kidding. You can still listen if you want. Uh, but the book will be ruined for you. I'm really sorry. Please don't come for us. Yay. Love you. Bye. I'm not okay, sorry. Okay, let's go. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry because I gave you a, you know why? Because I gave, I gave you, you a, a warning. Spoiler warning. And it's my show. <laughs> it's my, and I'm a professional. I'm a professional. It's my show. All right. Anyways, let's Woo, talk. It's Friday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Friday. It's four o'clock and we were already drinking red wine. Hope y'all are here for a good time. Not a long time, but a good time. Good. And yes, I did press record today. So don't worry. You're getting it fresh. Hot off the press. <laughs> hot off the press. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's go. Again, I cannot get into the nitty gritty because I, my brain's not, not going to allow me. And I'll can I just, five hours. can I just get it out? What right now? Get it out. With the fit. Fucking the fact that he's a goddamn virgin. Fucking wreck me. Fucking Dude. wreck me. What? Like, what uh, is it about that? That is so hot. I just think it's because it's like, again, it's this high school feeling. You go back to your first time and you're like, fuck the, just the tension and anxiety. Yes. We are in Sarah's like point of view, but like you can feel it from him and i'm just like uh and also another thing about this is i think it's a because a woman is taking the virginity there's such a like pussy a power, power play yeah it is like oh my god oh i think god. i think that and i think also because he is this primal of death like this big yeah. bad god of death and he hasn't done this before yeah, like he's never for how old he is. Like yes, all, like you know what I mean. Like he hasn't done it, and she—it's like kind of the like, back to like the power move. It's like the one thing that she actually has on him. Like, well, I know, <laughs> I know, but but I just say, but like it is the one thing you're right that she gets to like. Fuck, we won't talk about it. We'll get wait till the scene. Go ahead, let's get to here. I just had to fuck. I just like <laughs> it's so good. But go ahead. Okay, okay. So we're not gonna get in the nitty gritty. Again, no. we're assuming you all read this. I'm not going to retell it to you. No, but just to give you a little bit, the 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 prologue, award winning, hand claps. She's it sitting is. there, seventeen. She's been, you know, groomed to be the god of death's consort. Because I, I'm not even into it. Because of, you read it. Because of some fucking deal her dad made, some shitty ass deal her dad made. So here he is, come to claim her with his deal that he he wink wink made. He did it. His dad did, as we know. And he's like, no, nah, bitch, I don't need you. No, she, he's like, no, I actually don't fucking he want you. He literally is like, I don't need a consort. Thanks. Bye. And then and poofs then, out. And poofs in like a swirl of darkness. And she's like, yeah. the fuck? 
She's like, what the fuck? Um, I love that prologue. And then I loved how we jumped. Because I will say when she said that she was 17, I was getting like, oh, that's bold. Like, I Ooh, thought she yeah, was going to stay was... 17. Yeah. Like, but I'm glad that we jumped to consent here. Right. <laughs> like, man. Right. <laughs> I'm, we're being politically correct. I love it. Um, I did like the time jump. I love Sarah as a whole. Oh, my I God. I loved her character. She is my type of girl. I, we had said it before because, again, and I think this is due to age, that uh, Poppy, and being inexperienced in life, that she, you know, she could get a little bit annoying um, at times just with her naiveness could be a yes. little annoying. Yes. But we understood it. Yeah, I get it. But I'm allowed, you know, I'm still allowed to be annoying. <laughs> to get annoying. <laughs> but not an ounce from Sarah. Like, I texted... Allie and I was like, I am not annoyed with this girl at all. Like she, she is now basically an assassin for her family. Yeah. And she is just knifing, gutting people, doing the like family. She work. gave Aylin vibes. She's very Aylin. And like, like her, and Aylin read, would tear, her and Aylin would tear shit up. They would. And like, honestly, fuck, we are due an SJM JLA crossover. So like at maybe- any point, <laughs> why not? <laughs> No, actually, my brain would implode because I can't. Like, no. my brain couldn't handle anymore. But that would be kind of cool. I loved the parallels of how different they were, but also, like, how we have Poppy, who grew up literally behind a veil. I like how we have Sarah, but in her story, she's not behind the veil. But she did have this veil of, like, this emotional wall up between her and other people, knowing what her, she knew she was going to die young, but what her, if she succeeded in her goal, like she was never going to make it out of it. She was basically raised a pig for slaughter. And so everyone around her, her mother would, you know, I don't know. God, I can't wait to get her mommy trauma. I don't know what her her mom mom is going to be like. I hate her mom. I do too. She's so rude. And that's a thing. Like when you're thinking about Sarah, like she was, she's the chosen handmaiden. She's what like not the way Poppy was. Yeah. But like, I love that was different, but the same. Yeah. Like she, in the sense, when you think the chosen, like what you do with Poppy, she's like, you know, whatever is Beth wants to do with her. But like in the sense of Sarah, like she's the chosen Oh, because she was part of the deal that was made. Because she's part of the deal. Like, she, she could have just been a regular girl if none of right. this would have happened. She would have just been a princess. So she's a part of the Marielle family. Yeah. And basically, yeah, this is this is her life. She just goes and does tasks. Like, we get her literally killing a dude in the, she's in the like street. Shy. Like, no one even knows she's yeah. the queen's daughter. No one even knows no. she's, like, the true heir. Yes. And, and, like, that she is a fucking princess. Like, she's like just no roaming the streets. She's, like, kept in a... She's, like, Harry Potter... Under yeah, the fucking kept in the cupboard. Yeah, and she's like barely fed, which pisses me off with her mom because it's like you fucking because they're all pissed off that they think that she did something something wrong because he didn't take her. Yeah, so it's like, well, okay, I didn't do anything. I just stood there, and he said, "Nah, bitch." So that's really what we get. One but night, she never told anyone what he said to her. No, she just like kept this to herself, which is fine. Like you didn't need to share that. Like, right. They don't, you don't owe them anything. You don't. They wanted you to go die. And now here you are not dying and killing others. What a fucking twist. But, but then fates cross and they happen to meet. you know, I, I loved it. It gave Castile and Poppy of why we love Castile and Poppy's relationship so much. It was still very much there with those two. Um, 
they're like spying on these other gods that are sorry it's like thundering and wind so bad here a storm's coming in if you can hear that um be careful i know um but basically you know you read the book we have these other gods coming in they're killing people that have some sort of relationship to sarah whether it's direct or indirect we have this thing called the rot that's happening that's killing all of their plants like all of their food sources and it's what they think is to do because of this deal so then Nitos and her end up meeting a few times. And um, one of my favorite times is at the lake scene. Oh, this is like when things, you they re- you can tell that there's like a, a connection there that's deeper than just them like having appeal yes. to each other. That yes. is very, very well written to let you know I that agree. there's something deeper about how, because they, they're almost pulled to each other. I, I, I agree. Yeah. I love how, and like Sarah's like, I, when he was like leaving her at one point, to like walk away, she was like, I had this feeling that like, I didn't want him to leave. Like I wanted to go with him and be with him. I loved all of that. I called it like, what we got six sense, like love or six sense. Yeah. This is like love or six sense prophecy. Now that we know the whole thing, but like, whatever. <laughs> it's still, by the don't fates. ruin it. It's by the face. It's still romance. Okay. <laughs> romantic um but yeah they're at the lake and um we also see like her with this caillou wolf uh and she's like bringing people back to or bringing animals back to life and i'm convinced hallie may not be but i think the caillou wolves are woven (laughs) i'm like they are something like that i want to say i was thinking about this i want to say that maybe it's really sarah that creates the woman not nitos I think you could be correct about so that. So then She's maybe been, it hasn't yeah. happened yet and we're going to see it. Because then that's how like Poppy has such a big draw to them. Maybe, then also Poppy's the daughter of Mink Toast. Like maybe not. You know, I really don't know where I got that from. Um, I'm hoping Either way, I see- feel like you can theorize. You're allowed. I feel like this is before Wolven. I do agree. But I feel, but I feel like it's coming. Like it's, it it's coming. Be, like you know, like Nictos gets the fucking dragon. Right. Like, she gets the wolves. A, she gets the woven. Right. She gets the puppy dogs. Right. Right. Um. We also have a lot of things with the silver hawks. I'm just gonna keep going here. I'm just gonna whatever comes to my mind. The silver no, hawks constantly being brought up. Are something. They have to be something. I don't know what yet, but there's something um and then we go to this lake scene where she's like skinny dipping in her lake this lake that she's always kind of called to that's her favorite place we eventually learn why which i loved lover six sense it's like a gateway to nictos's elysium or elysium yeah the shadowlands the shadow yeah nictos's home in elysium right and it's just like i loved all of that like i love the whole thing of like faded mates and like prophecies and like this was always gonna happen and like these like six senses that she get of why she like loves these places um and then we have nito she's there hanging out under the waterfall naked naked he's naked (laughs) this there is one part in this scene where she's she's naked he's naked we're both naked in the water and she's sassing off to him and she has this thing where she is never scared to threaten his life which is like a big no-no right like he's the god of death we don't we don't do that but she doesn't like give a fuck. kill you right <laughs> and he lets her get away with it whenever it's clearly i thought like told that like in our minds of what the reader explained gods were very volatile and mean like especially with mortals they were just so they consider themselves so much higher up where they would just strike you down for no reason if they got bored or whatever they're kind of evil but she ends up at one point like saying something about his 
like, I'll take your last breath. Like you're gasping, like, going to kill him or something. And she stands up because she's getting mad. And he looks at her naked and goes, I'm gasping. And I fell uh, out on the, like, I literally was like beating my pillow, screaming. Like, why me? Why not me? Why can't I have a man gasp at my body? <laughs> then he like, at one point was saying like counting freckles. And I literally was like, Sean has never once counted my freckles. Steven, not once. I have a very, very, like one freckle that like would identify me Yes. yes. And I have a great feeling that Steven would have no idea where it is. I'm going to ask him tonight. I'm going to ask him. I know where exactly it is. It's on my right foot, on my third toe. He won't. He will have he no won't. idea. You want to know why? You know what? He's not I'm going to record it for the fucking fans. And you guys Please will do. see that marriage doesn't change a thing. Niktos would never. <laughs> Niktos would know all about my pee, my toe. All of it. All of it. And then we get in the scene where we meet the germs. The germs are back. We learn there's different kinds of them. We learn, again, all this crap. We learn all this crap that I'm yeah, sure will be like important when I can process it, but I can't right now. fucking shades. There's the gorm worms. There's like all, just like anything that you could think could be treacherous. It's there. there. Is. It's like 100% ready to fight. Always. Right. So they have this thing and then they get into a little fight. She slips, whoops, and hits little head, knocks out. Whoops. Whoops. So then it really he just is, is like holding her. Something about him like constantly like rubbing her arm. He cannot stop touching her. Like rubbing her arm, playing with her hair. Like I was literally, I, I was. When he plays with her braid. And he just like lets it slide through his fingers because you know, like he and his he's got he's listening to the conversation and things like that. Because we he, know it's Nikto's. Yes. But she does it. Yeah, she is introduced to him thinking his name is Ash. What a name. Ash. And Ash, aka the Asher, aka Niktos, is what he is. And she just thinks he's she knows he's a god. She knows she thinks she knows. She knows he's a god, and she thinks he works for who she was, Niktos, who she was supposed to be consorted to, the primal right. of death. So she thinks he is just a part of her their court, which is so crazy to me. Did you, like, even unlock that in your brain? There's courts? Like, No, but I loved it. I No, but, like, it, like, took me a minute to be like, oh, there's a lot of gods. And there's, I think it's just- Exactly. There yeah. was so much more that even I get a feeling that in From Blood Nash, you know, future, like they don't even know yet, but like we're kind of getting like a peek behind the curtain in this book, which was yes. so exciting. Yeah, because it's like, there are just, there's a God for literally everything that everything. you could think of. And a court and all these people are like, pray, like praying to these certain gods and these gods are like, and I get what we kind of understand from Blood and Ash that the gods kind of went fucking nuts, right. which you get. You see that here. You see it because there's so many, they're so crazy and they do a lot of really vindictive, some are great, some are super vindictive. Yes. And not only are there gods, there's godlings, there's deities and then there's primals so it's like, like the end all be all and then they're primals and then there's like kings of yeah. all of this so they're primals but they're like even extra fucking great it's, it's wild it's, it's a wild so then we get this lake scene and she's and this he's like he's sharing these things with her about like their courts and how old they are and like all this stuff and yeah. um then they end up 
like making out and then they end up first like he fingers her but like she shows him how oh my god which is like so So crazy to me because like she showed him how but like there's a moment later later when they're doing other stuff the and he's like scene? god not bathtub it's like when they finally fucking give it all oh, up oh. he she's like god he learns fast and i'm just like he does he, he does. is a man of his fucking word <laughs> yes, he he, he learns fucking fast you know and what the this whole, is you're a priority for him okay you, you are, are a priority, priority for him people if if you apply a task and they right. do it you are a priority and right. his story he does it and he does he finger bangs better than i could ever fucking imagine also jla can write a fucking finger bang that is I, like i was texting my friend lex about when i was reading this because i knew you i knew you weren't to where i was yet so i didn't want to mm-hmm. ruin it and i wanted our talk to be fresh for the show right because we're professional yeah off the press i feel like and i was telling her that you brought that up i was telling her i think in this book jla's um writing for sex scenes and for like feelings of love have improved oh they're so elevated like so elevated insanely elevated and i think you know this comes to the point where you have to you've read if you've read the whole from blood and ash three books that we've read up to you realize that like she has been dealing with these two people one who is super experienced the other one who's not in this situation, it is the reverse in a mm-hmm. sense because Sierra's like, yeah, buddy, I fucking dick down. <laughs> she is. She's all, I've done it. She's, and, she's my bitch. And she he has not. Bitch. She is, she's fantastic. And he has not. And yet he fucking works. Like he's like, I, and, and it's just because he's primal. <gasps> and it's this like deep enveloping, like, I don't even know when I read When him, his shadows start to come out. Oh my god! It was like the first time, like when Azriel better like, just like, fucking hold on, <laughs> and it's shadow, and they like stir around him, I'm and you're just like done. the dark gloominess of anyone who could be Hades. That I'm is my done. person. I'm done for. And you know what? He's not like everyone's like, oh, cinnamon roll and blah 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 blah, mini map meat, whatever. Yeah. Fucking everyone else calls them. <laughs> yeah, he's not that. Like no. he's not. Like, he is still hard and tough to the fucking core. But he's and a he, cinnamon roll for her. But it's for it's her. Year old. I think it, I think Until he he's not, because there is but a time. But that's like, you're like, oh, right. Like, he knows how to lay down the law. And there's something <sighs> about a man laying down the law. Let me tell you. Putting you in your fucking place for about two seconds that you're like, oh, fuck. You know what it is that we get in this book that we don't get with Poppy and Castile? Which we shouldn't, because it's true to Poppy's character the way that she is and the way that her and Castile are. I'm not dogging it. I'm just appreciating the difference. We get this alpha and brat power exchange with these two. That is our like bread and butter. It is. And it's not even like their banter is great, but it's not even just about the banter. It's just the way. And I don't know if it's just like, if you they have this, this way, mutual like, respect for each other. Yes. That yes. is so it's- subtle, but come, but is comes out. But then also, like, I love when Sarah just gets too big for her britches sometimes and he smacks her down a few levels. Like, because that we love that. Because we are, we are Sarah. <laughs> we appreciate it. Like, I appreciate someone telling me, like, you can't do that, but then, like, right. still lets me do it. Exactly. <laughs> and also, like, her being this way can also knock him down a few levels when he's being a complete asshole. Like, 
I love she's not it. scared. And that's the thing. I mean, she's scared. She has like her own worries in that sense. But like but she's not she, truly scared. No, she's not. She and, and it's because she's accepted death. Like yes. she has accepted I that, love like, this theme. Let's talk about that. I love this theme throughout. I found it very, very romantic in a twisted way, romantic and twisted way. Like she has no value on her life. Because why would None. she? Right. Yeah, she's already been rejected. Her purpose is gone. And her purpose has always been to die. Like, and, you will die and, to save your people, period. And thank God, Holland, Sir Holland was there, who is kind of like a victor. In we got to talk Poppy. about that later. Yeah. Victors later. But yeah, yeah. It, but like, she that's the only person that's given her like something. And her sister. And her sister. Ezra, right? Ezra? Yes. Yes, Ezra. But then I also love, and like the romance part of it, how even throughout the book, he's always so angry when it comes off on the surface like oh he's angry at her for finding out what she was going to do to him but really he's like you have no value on your life like how mm-hmm. like he gets angry about that and I think it's so fun and interesting when it's the god of death yes that is there telling you like is just like in shock that you would have no value to your own life like there's just something cool about that and poetic and like and freaking great it's like when ugh. he's telling her about like judging soul like all right let's just let's just lay this overarching theme all right all of this happens she's like figuring it there's like mystery deaths in town she's figuring him out they have the lake scene they've met a few times she's got this stupid fucking brother what was his name tavius tavius we gotta talk about that scene note it come back to it we will but there's i'm gonna just jump us to that scene so we can get to the okay let's go i think the good stuff like lacing ends He's yeah. like, bye, stay out of trouble. I'll be watching. She doesn't stay out of trouble. She doesn't stay out of trouble. <laughs> she goes and does her own things. It's the murder mystery plot's going on of who, why are the gods killing these people around her? Then we get to the scene where knock, knock, her dad, or her stepdad died. The king is dead. It is now Tavius's time to take over as king. And his first line of business is to come to her room. And he's like, you know what? We need to fix your attitude problem because you don't respect me. And that means he- I'm just going to fucking kill you. Yeah. Like he drags her to the throne room, ties her up and starts whipping her. When I tell you this is chapter 20, I know it because I've said it 15,000 times. Taylor, get a chapter 20, get a chapter 20, big dick energy in chapter 20. Like I was like, please get there. When he, when he cu- comes in, <laughs> the thunder is rolling. Lightning is flashing. The world is shaking. Tables are falling over. Like it's a fucking earthquake. And here he comes out of black shadows is the primal of death and he's like how dare you and at this point Dumb. could you imagine if it was you who was sarah and all of a sudden who you think is ash rolls up all thundering. i loved this scene i and thought it like, was incredible i would be like i'm tied up and i'm getting whipped but the fuck i like, thought this scene could have won awards the different layers the i, I agree with you it was so gratifying to read not only because you finally, it took 20 chapters to get here. Like, yeah. when is she going to figure out who he is? Like, when is that going to come out? I did. Ca- I kept texting you. I was like, I can't wait. And you're like, you were. You're like, get to chapter 20. It's worth it. It's worth 20. it. Game of chapter 20. All of that. But then you have, there's so many things happen in this scene. You, he finally comes for her and he kind of delivers this line of like, how dare you touch what's mine? And then she's like, what the fuck? Like, he's still claiming her. Yeah, he's like, now I'm going to come claim my consort, basically. Then you have her. He's about to kill Tavius. 
and she begs for his life and the god of death listens to her and which is like him which is wild if you think about it it is because he is like she's he's not worth it and he or something and she's like i'm not like sparing his life and then you get to see what sarah does to him when she fucking shoves that whip (laughs) down his fucking, I went lesbian I went full lesbian. I was like oh my good fucking god like and that's all you can wish right. in that sense is that she gets this moment because what well, we we haven't touched on a ton but like her mom who is what's his name Tavius yeah. <laughs> yeah. what's his fucking Tarvis I don't know yeah Tarvis Tarvis Tumblr that's how much he mattered in my mind yeah her mom has favored turvis yes and over her her whole life and walks into this scene and is like oh no spare him he'll never do it and it's like you this is your daughter who is the true fucking heir yep do you think let me bring this up now that we're here with this bomb for a moment do you think she knew about the muriel thing the, I, I, I want to think that maybe her mom knew more, but I'm also coming off that of like, if I'm picking up a pattern of like the queen and Isbeth in for Bud Nash knew more. So like maybe there'll be more to her, but then also part of me is maybe since she always knew her daughter was going to serve this purpose, she like had to push her away knowing that she was always going to be this purpose and to die. I don't, I don't really, not that that's not an excuse, but I really don't know. Yeah. And it's just because like, I feel like if she knew, cause I, I questioned that a little bit I, and I, I don't, like you said, I don't I really know, don't but I don't know, ass, but I would love yeah. to see it. Yeah. I would love to pull it out for her. Right. Um, so I also love how Nitos was like hating her mom and was like, I should also kill her while I'm at it. Like, yeah, well, like, let me see both of your souls. I also love when she's shoving that stuff down Travis Tumblr's, like, she basically hacks his limbs off. Then she shoves the whip down his throat. Yeah. And I love, there's layers here, right? We love layers. You have Ector and Scion, which are Tweedledee and Tweedledum in the background just like making these two are my favorite fucking two people in this book but go ahead same then you have nitos himself is like i think that's enough and she's like no it's not ram and he's like like, even he was like oh god okay you know what let's reel in the crazy let's reel in the crazy i love the whole scene i it was award-winning to me like oh my god so then we get to my favorite part of the book. They go to the Shadowlands. They go to the Shadowlands. He takes her. He takes I love Flame. the magic of all of this. I love the oh way we my. got there. Uh, Odin the horse. Like, Odin? Can we talk about Odin? A fucking star. A star. Every animal but human in this book. Odin's not a human that we know of. <laughs> but well, um, I don't know really what he is because did you notice that in like <laughs> the he- fight scene? With the he, he like blings his bicep with a little silver thing and, like, and Odin disappears um, into it. Yeah. <laughs> what? I don't I I don't know what Odin is, but right now he's a horse. And they I they, hope I hope he's like Seti's grandson. Oh my I mean, god. I hope Seti is his grandson. Be the grandson of Seti. Just somewhere oh, it could be once removed. I don't care. Right. It just needs to be something in there. Right. But as they come Can through, I talk about like, the real stars? Oh, please. The fucking dragons. 
The Drakens? Drakens? Stop. The real stars of the fucking book. Hallie, I don't think you understand. Oh, I do. When I heard Reaver's name come over my fucking speaker in my car, I was like, (gasps) like the fact. And is like a 10 year old. He's 10. And then we get Jadis, like she's a little four year old toddler. And she's just like, like, and that's all I imagine her little sound. Also, wait, now that we're talking about them for just, we'll have a sidebar for the dragon for a moment. Right. When they wake up in the bed and Jadis Done. is curled up as a fucking little baby Done. ball at the end. I Done. was like, oh my God. Daddy Nitos holding baby Jadis. And just like holding her. Like, and I he see always her. always has her like over his shoulder. Yes. Like She's I like see always her. around. And, and she like, talks about her little paws, like her little claws yes. and like. Oh and she God. sits on the table and he's, and she eats his bacon. I was literally, I could have had an entire 600 pages of just Jadis that- and Reaver. And just hanging out around. and it's really i was like almost crying if i was literally almost crying because of the no cues. that's what i was saying i was like sobbing because i know that like one i have a small child in my home and right. <laughs> who does these little things right but then i was sitting there and i just was like oh my god like they are so like just like Reaver's little fucking attitude, sass as like it. a like a ten year old yes. learning how to fly, can't tell him shit. And then Jadis is like running after him, falling off the cliffs. Yes, she's just like not, she's not <laughs> coordinated. And my favorite was in the like closer to the end when she shifts and she's just like being held. But also, Daddy Nectus, her that's what I say, father holding her inter is late to the very important meeting because his daughter needed her blanket. I he was, was late. Done. He was late for a very done. important day. Very important <laughs> reasons. I'm done. And he's like trying to like cover up for it. Like obviously everyone loves his little baby dragon. So like he's like, I'm sorry, she needed her blanket. She They're all her- a sip for Jadis and Reaver. Oh my god, because it's it it is. It's like this little family yes. in their court that I loved, which gives me very big SJM Night Court vibes. Night court, inner circle. Vibes. So I was like, this is I like this, and I love the detailing that's yes. going to surround them. Speaking of Draken, can we please talk about Nectus because he is also one of my favorite characters in this. God, entire book. to know that he is a single dad raising <laughs> Let me Jadis, I will fuck him up. I and that he's older than Nectos. Um, Which is just talk about his description because it was giving Steven Tyler. <laughs> it was. It was. Stop. Because I I got That's that my only Steven issue? Tyler was this a Steven, little Steven Tyler, little Steven Tyler, or um who uh Lenny Kravitz, little Lenny yes. Kravitz vibe. Very. I would rather Lenny Kravitz than Steven Tyler. Yeah, it was a little Steven Tyler. I'm gonna go with uh, Lenny Kravitz now. Yeah, uh, but no, like the whole description, I was like, so it's Steven Tyler, like. The black hair, the red streaks, and like all. Where's the, the where's the top hat? Right. Nectus is um, I don't know if it was because of his age and the fact that I think he's more dragon than human. He doesn't pick up on like human social cues. No, he doesn't, and, and that's why I was saying like the best thing I've ever read in my life. Well, and it's like he's sitting there trying to like like again when he explains the blanket. Oh, I'm sorry. Like he's just so apologetic because you're right. There's a sense of awkwardness about him. But also like that- when when the uh Sarah and Nitos like react him to like, are having conversations with each other, he's just like so dry and so direct that it's like that was a rhetorical question. Like he has to answer it because he doesn't understand what a rhetorical question is. Like it was <laughs> sending me. He'd be like, yeah, yes. And they're like, yeah, we know, we know. He's, and he's to like, me, I guess no, he was good. like the Kieran of the book, I would assume. Like he was very Kieran, but Kieran, um, 
like has a little a little bit more on the social factor. He's one hundred percent. He's been around a little 100%. bit longer. Um, you know, I, I just Nectus was amazing. I want more of him. I can't wait. I also just give me. We're gonna talk about the Drake and then we'll be done. But I also am very excited to see one if Jadis is alive. She better fucking be, because you know we left off in the last book where Nectus was saying you know Jadis was lured away and we haven't seen her in the next many years. No, she I do wonder. Alive, I I do all. think she's alive, and she. We're gonna find out what happens. I feel like it. I feel like it's gonna be sad. Like my heart's gonna rip, but she's gonna be alive. Yeah, I'm also very. I hope it's shown that like. Reaver and Jadis's relationship with Poppy, knowing that Poppy is Sarah's granddaughter and how close they were to Sarah as like children. I think seeing that dynamic is going to be really cool and fun. And it is like, I can't wait for those stories. I think you're right. Yes. And I, and you know what, actually I take back my earlier, this could be like, you read it outside of the series again. Don't, don't disservice yourself in any you way. Could, but like said, it would be disservice. Don't do it. No, this is bad. Like now that you're like bringing up really emotional things, I'm like, I know. Bad. Right. Like, can you get the like, basis Reaver as, we're about to see Reaver as like a full blown adult? Yes. Clearly he's still sassy. Um, I hope he never changes. Um, but yeah, that's one of the things I'm looking forward to is like their relationship with Poppy, knowing that they were so close to Sarah as children, how that relationship goes. And I, Jadis cannot be dead, period. Period. So anyways, let's get to the AOS of it all. Um, I can't wait for her real story. She, yes. I love that she is like getting, you can tell immediately, like upon Sarah's arrival, she is like so happy just to have a fucking friend. And she doesn't even know if Sarah's going to be a friend. She's just like, I'm going to show you around. I'm going to be your tour guide. Let me, I what think do you it mean? goes back to what we talked about of how Nito's kind of has this like found family in his court. And he doesn't even like talk about them as like his friends, but like they all consider him like their closest friend. Which is like kind of cute, but like, well, yeah, it's very kind of like, like, oh, they're my trusted loyal guards. And it's like, dude, they're your friends, you yeah. dick. And I like, love how like, um, Sarah's like talking to AS, but like, well, why? Like, so you're a servant? And she's like, there's no servants here. And she's like, then why are you here? And she was like, oh, because we just want to be. Because I just like it here. And <laughs> I'm like, that, like, and then Nikos is like, oh no, they're just like, whatever. I don't really know why they're here. But that shows a lot of Niktos' character as well. Yes. Which I thought was like, it's these sly things that you don't really get to know about somebody. You have to be, and that's what I love about the You have to learn about them through other people. Right. That's what I loved about SJM's books. We learned so much about the inner circle in that. And then now we're getting this addition of an inner circle. So big theory here. And I think we've talked about it before that we think Sarah is the one that saves Poppy from falling off the cliff. It is completely confirmed by what Sarah looks like with her moonlight hair and that Eos has brown hair. Red hair. Red, reddish, whatever. Yeah, red hair. See, I wanted to go back and check that because I, I was pretty sure that whoever came to her in the mountain had blonde hair. It should, I think you, we are correct on that. Yeah, that's, that's another thing I want to go back and check, but like, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. But it's either that or inconsistency of appearances and maybe it really was a because like to me it also makes sense that it would be aos because then think about like that's her grandmother's best friend and now she's looking after poppy when she's there i don't oh, I love know that. i kind of want like clarification on that 
I do too. Cause it could be also like, she was just some shimmery goddess yeah. and there, there is no, you're right about that. But I, do I don't think- know. I think based on description, I think you're right. I think it comes off as more being Sarah. Yeah. But then a part of me is like, could Sarah really do that whenever she's like well, so and- deep in sleep and stasis? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, I don't know because Niktos has been in and out of sleep. Right. He could have been asleep and he's saying that Sarah's wreck. Like, remember he was saying in her sleep that she's like, she's like restless, listen, things like that. So I wonder if she's awoken or you know, if it's all great questions that need to be answered. A manifestation. Yeah. <laughs> Not today, but it will be. <laughs> I loved her. I, um, I'm really excited for her back. I hope we get more back. I'm sure we will of her with Col- Colas. Is that his name? Colas? Yes. Colas. Colas. I said Colas. Yeah. Clearly she was a part of his court at one point. She was one of his favorites, quote unquote. I'm assuming he abused her horribly. Um, But she kind of like throughout the book, like kind of says these little like nuggets that like she doesn't ever like elaborate on. But you're like, well, that's interesting. (laughs) What is that? She seems to like, she knows a lot. Which I agree. Which makes me think again, yes, she was close in the coolest court. I think she also knows a lot of what happened with Niktos. I agree. And I think that will come out more like him being imprisoned um, and tortured of whatever Colas did. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's just, I am excited She's to see her story. She's, She's so just, interesting. I, I do love that like another god um, is, is being brought into kind of the the realm of all of this, I guess, if that makes sense. I agree. Like, I it's think it gives support. It's also fun because these are the gods like, Beal, Penelope, Rayhar, Aos, that like they're talking about in From Blood Nash. And so in From Blood Nash, it's like, oh, they're these like all beings, like gods. But then we see them as like just normal humans. Human they're just beings. like, they're just like here, I'm like, in, the in a land. court of like whatever. So yeah. I really like that to kind of go back and then like see them for like who they are. They're and- not, they, they are big and bad, but maybe not. Um, <laughs> yeah. So then in, when they're there, she goes and takes a bath and, um, Daddy Nito's comes to help. My favorite thing, I texted you this, was, um, no, I don't want you, but I'm going to wash your hair. Please let me wash your hair. (laughs) Please let me wash your hair. The level of care and nurturing that he does for her is just fucking hot. It's, and you know what? It's so crazy because, like, even in this, you know, he mentions that he knew of her, like, he knew of her being his consort obviously but he really started to check up on her in the last three years when she started to put herself in danger and that to me is like he's been watching from like it's like it's like batman you know like he's just been like in the cities watching her be a scoundrel yes and it was just like god God. and again he's just fucking perfect okay he's just fucking perfect can i tell you something that was missed Right. What was the description of the bathroom? I was awaiting. Were you? you I was. I was a little upset. Not getting to know what was happening here. Right. But that's fine. I mean, it's just a miss. Right. (laughs) Right. I just, yeah, that. And then I loved the jealousy um, between what is it, Pharisees or Vic? Uh, uh, Vessies or something, whatever. Vessies, yeah, Vessies. I think more is going to come of her. I'm hoping in the next book with them. She's trouble. Yeah, and um, I loved. You know what I I love whenever FMCs like show jealousy because it's so real to me. Like 
her getting jealous over this of like, well, why are you, she allowed to go in your office, but I can't like you brought me here. You haven't seen you in two weeks. Like I'm bored. You're locked. I would, that would be so me. Like, yes, it was so relatable. And it's so like, in a sense, he's reading her emotions in this. And he's like, do I sense jealousy? Like he's such a, he's such a butthead in this. But at the same time, like, I wonder if this just goes into him, like, again, being this virgin man who just doesn't know what she can. And and you know what? I think that's what it is. I think he just, like, doesn't understand. And then in his mind, it's like, well, she doesn't have a choice in this. So I'm just going to give her as much room and space as she needs. I'm going to give her some space because I don't know what to do. Yeah. But then on her, I just loved all of it. I loved how you get her backstory where she talks about how like she's always been so lonely and so mm-hmm. out of the way and hidden all the time. And, how and she she's doesn't like, want just... to be that anymore. And that's what he's doing. But you know what he does? Again, he listens and then he corrects his action. And he Why? Learns. Because she is a priority. Uh, guess what? You know what, guys? That is an example of a priority. priority. Because the next day, <laughs> he has like Aos and everyone coming in, talking to her, hanging out, want to go for a walk, want to go to the dragons. And she's like, what's going on and he's like she's like oh like he said something because he she doesn't want to be alone and she doesn't want to be hidden and he's like let's fucking go we got party planning down. my favorite part though is such a woman she is definition of a woman she goes i mean you don't have to tell me everywhere you are like <laughs> after he starts telling her where i mean you don't have to tell me and he's like but you fucking told me to tell you. I love it. You know what? It, it gave Rip and Beth from Yellowstone. Like, it, it big you know Rip what I and mean? Beth. Like, yes, that's the type big. of relationship I'm talking about. Where it's yes. like an alpha male and a brat going head to head all the time. And he's sitting there on the fence. My favorite Rip and Beth thing is he's, she comes out and she's all pissed off. And he's like, I don't have time for this today. I don't have time for that you're crazy today. <laughs> this day, yeah. I ain't got time for it, Beth. And like, that's uh, what you got time I don't got Beth. time for this today, Sarah. <laughs> Um, so she ends up to get back at him. Well, he does make it very clear that, um, he is interested. And, um, when he (laughs) throws her ass against the wall, I can't, it's, that's why I'm sweating right now. I think, I think it's just him. Like, I just, he, I mean, like I could, I have pit stains. I do too. (laughs) I'm just like, I'm so heated over him. Cause he is just this really like, just, he is he's just fucking confident and he's confident, sweet, but it's like way. only when it's neat. You know what I mean? He like only pushes the power yes. when it's needed. And, and he's also so sweet in a hidden way. Like he's yes, an onion. He, he has layers. And we he's like Shrek. That. Yep. He's Shrek. Living so in then we get swamp to, farm. Yeah. So then we get to the part where she ends up going out to the woods, which another symbolism paralleled from Blood Nash. The blood forest that AKA specifically Nick Toast told her this was a part of her like deal it's, with him. He yeah, was like you conditions stay, you can't go here. A, yeah, you cannot go here. And where does she go? There, there. Because she's a brat and, and she's pissed. She's, she's a brat. Jealous. So she starts. Yeah. Well, it's fucking fine. And then yeah, I'm gonna go <laughs> out to the fucking me. woods. This is so me. It's literally <laughs> unreal. <laughs> fine. And I just sass yeah. outside and stomp with the woods. Fine. I'm gonna go to the woods. What do you have over my head? I have shades coming. I have germs coming. I have dead people from the ground rising I've up. I've healed. I've healed a, a broken hawk. A broken hawk. A silver hawk again. Another one of those. She heals one, which makes me think it is important, and she's going to get a good deed. It's like a Something. crow. You know, when crows, when you're nice right. to them, they come and bring you a gift. Right. That's what's going to happen. Right. Um, but you are right, and then she realizes that her some of her blood was spilled. 
And that is and what awakens. The gods entombed underground, which we saw a lot of this in from Blood and Nat, well, not from what both of it, Crown and Go to Bone. We started seeing some yep. of this. Nitos basically has them entombed underground in the forest. Because they're bad. Because they're bad boys. And <laughs> Daddy Nitos buried them alive. He said, no, no, no. You stay under there. And then she fucking starts bleeding. And here they come. And they have arisen. <laughs> they have arisen. This- this also gave me not just because it's mortal blood, but because what we know about her right. and that her blood was spilled. I was like, mm-hmm. I, agree. I agree. That gave me that was a nugget for me. It was just like these cool parallels happening. Um, she ends up. I I love when probably because I have daddy issues, you know who knows, but um, <laughs> I love whenever Nitos comes to save the day for her, and he's like, "Don't open." Your fucking mouth <laughs> and she opens her fucking mouth <laughs> and he's like well no, not a fucking word like he's like shut like he is just like a, a me like i love it and she just keeps and going. he's like because his conditions weren't to keep you out and right. hide anything for you it was to keep, you, was safe. To keep you safe and look at where we are look, look, look at, at where, where we are look at look at, look at what you did this, look at the story that is unfolded right. <laughs> right i love that whole thing um i don't know i thought it was great and so she ends up getting cut we find our claw, whatever. Long story short, she gets healed. No big deal. Um, but then we have Just chip off the old block. Just <laughs> <Right>. no big deal. <laughs> then we have Gemma. Let's go to Gemma. So Gemma is the first time we realize we don't know anything yet, but she thinks something's up. So Gemma, uh, a guy, um, what's his name? Hamid. Some some guy from the town. Hamid. Hamid, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Hamid comes in, and during when Niktos is holding basically court. You can come in like you would any king and come and talk to them about whatever you want. And he basically says, you know, hey, I used to see Gemma. She used to come to the bakery all the time. All the time. She she's missing. She hasn't shown up in a couple of days. We don't really get a ton about Gemma. It is a spark, a spark, a spark of jealousy. It is. Um, but it leads into the conversation of what really Colas is doing with these chosen that she that he takes and quote unquote ascends. Yep. And basically, Niktos is figured out. He doesn't know exactly what Colas is doing quite yet with them. But we know re- that Colas cannot do what he says he can do. No, we he cannot. In a minute, but he's not doing. He's not really ascending them. He no. is basically, I would assume, like slaves, basically. Or like at this point, that's what we think. But we get an like answer to what they are. Blood, uh, right? So Niktos has been trying to steal them away and bring them to the Shadowlands, so they. Can basically not. They just. It's, he's basically like. What is what hinted is at is what he did for giving, Yes, like he's just giving. That's exactly it. That's what it's I was hinted say. at. That, that he's doing. He already did that for Aos. He did giving it him for, solace. Yeah, yeah. So that's what he did for Gemma, and now Gemma's gone missing. So then they're now they're a little weary because she is a chosen that was seeking refuge. Did call us another god that comes in and out of the shadowlands, recognize her and bring her back. So then, you know, the story goes on. We end up finding Gemma and she's like half dead. She like was escaping from the woods. The shades got her. She's pretty much dead. And this is the first time we see. No, the second time we see. Sarah Sarah show her someone from the dead. Yeah. So for what we didn't touch was way back in like in the beginning of the book, she used to kind of heal kind of like what Poppy did. She would heal animals. Yep, heal animals. And Ezra, her sister, was the only one that could see it. Then finally, the first time she brings one back to life is the wolf. Yes. And then she brings 
she heals the first human so that she brings back to life is Ezra's. I'm gonna call it the girlfriend. Um, yeah, I did. You get? I got the vibes. Yeah, I mean, they were in love. They were. I think it was her girlfriend. Um, They were 100% were. And she brings her back to life. And she even says after she does that, you know, she could feel that, like, I'm playing a dangerous game. Like, something's happening. We come out to further realize when she starts bringing these things back to life, it is making a ripple of energy that's alerting the gods. They know everything. Especially cold. Something's happening. Yeah. And that's why you have... Uh, Cressa and Magnet Magnus is that his name? Something with an M. Something the Mad- other gods, yeah, that are in the mortal realm hunting these people because Mattis, they can yes. feel this thing. But she doesn't know that till later, right? So then we get to Gemma. Gemma's half. Well, Gemma is dead, and this is the first time she shows Nico's her gift and everyone else what she can share do. your gift. <laughs> and they like immediately bring her, you know, back into. This is whenever Nectus is late for a very important date. For a very important date with Jadis. Um, they are talking, you know, about how this is unheard of. Like she has an ember of life in her. They start putting together that maybe this was his father that did this with his deal. They all went all this stuff. Again, I'm not going to get into it because, again, I still need to process what the fuck. Yeah. Um, I mean, basically, they start putting all that together. Yes. And Beale which is kind of like an Amarin of the group if I had to go to like inner circle. Like she's kind of a bitch. Beal like is like, I'm going like, to break it smart. down. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to break it down for all you fools. Right. <laughs> and Beal is like, Beal basically outs her that or she was sent here to kill you basically. And yeah. And it comes out. And when this happens, the whole, the predatory things that The coot and caboodle. is <laughs> like terrifying, but the shadows the like way he watches her and like stalks her around that table because you like can't tell if he's impressed if he's mad if he's and you can't like tell I mean eventually we find out yes he's very mad he's very pissed and the thing is is that like we know with Poppy, he can taste emotions. So he has been able to read all of her emotions and has viewed them as true of how she feels. So a part of the deal basically was kill the primal that you've been consorted to and it will help save- It'll go in your fa- The deal will go in your favor. It will go in your favor we'll and save you'll the land, save, you. save your people. Yeah, because of the And rot. then she learns in this same scene that was never true. Like- no. None of this had nothing she could have done would have ever it, helped. This is basically just, primal is playing nothing. their games and it's the yep. fallout. And, and unfortunately, she was a mortal who took, you know, this right. is being placed on. Right. I love this scene. And then it, when it goes right into um the fight scene where they're being attacked, because again, this sends out a ripple. They're now prepared that people are gonna come knocking yep. on the doorstep. Colas has is also sent- one for the fucking movies and the TV screens. It is so good, and it's we know at this point we don't know it's Colas, but it later is. we find it. Colas it's Colas, his dragon, and the Dakai. The Dakai, which are just I imagine them as like scary fish people who like. Oh, did you? I saw them as like um, you know, in Avatar, the like oily looking panther things. Ooh, that's actually that's really, what I saw. Well, when they could swim, I was like, right. right. I was like, okay, you're right. like a human with a fish head. Like that I don't know. Sense. Do you know what I thought? Actually, now that we're really thinking, please about this, tell me. It's actually what's his fucking uh, face from Harry Potter? Um, the guy who is a shark. 
Um, oh, um, Goblet of Fire. Not Crawl, but... Um... <laughs> crawl, the Warrior King. Not Crawl. Not crawl. What is his name? You know who I'm talking about. Um, that's how I imagine them, to be okay, quite honest. Cool. Just Love like that. these scary like black fish and oily. <laughs> black and oily fish head people. Yeah. Um, um, when we came, I talk about one second. Yeah. Whenever they're all riding into battle um, and Beale and all of them are like standing on top of their horses and like shooting arrows and then like i got leaping. lord of the rings vibes i like, got lord of the rings um i got uh dothraki from game of thrones yes and they're um, like all of that mixed together firing. and then you have the fucking odin of it all who just gets zapped into the arm and she's like the fuck so then she gets then you feel also doing the same shit like i literally was like Oh my, it was a movie in my head. And then you have the dra- the dragon coming in. Nectus finally shows himself. Flying thank God. around. Burning things to a crisp. Helping humanity, honestly, at this point. <laughs> I because there's loved it. at this point, I was like, fuck, things are about to go really bad. And the fact that they, I mean, loved like, it. we don't want 20 people to die, but that just shows you the right. strength on their side. So basically, all of this happens. They have this huge battle. He's still pissed. Niktos is oh, pissed yeah. at her. And but he's we, still worried about her. And Rain and Ector bring her back. And Scion meets them there. And they're like, we don't know what to do with you. So then I love them. Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Like they, they, they have, have no idea. No idea what to do. When they let her sidebar, when they he's like, Ector's in charge of her. And he's like, you know, we can go for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, you can't. You're not supposed to go on a walk. But yeah. you fine. Go on your walk. So when all this, my I loved this scene when Nectus and Nikitos are walking into the throne room to meet them back, and you can just like coming off the pages, his like just demeanor of pure power. Yeah, like, like just it gave um it gave Resan walking into the night court for like the yes first time. and like, and he and this is where you get to see like yes all these people are his friends whatever he wants to call them or not but they but also he, are his servants <laughs> yeah he is like daddy hundred percent walking in yeah. and he's like in his own sense he's like oh when he walks up to her and she's got the bloodstone dagger in her boot and, and grabs he just, her he doesn't even care like he doesn't acknowledge anything he grabs her pulls up her leg pulls the shadowstone dagger out of her boot and is like i don't want to get stabbed again yeah. and i'm just oh, like he's being butthurt now oh we're, we're not, not over her oh we're not even yeah we're, we're not even close to over it but i also love how everyone's peppering him with how injured he is and he's like yeah. just cry shut the fuck up because he doesn't feed but then nectus here we are Lucky Nectus, that Pop-star. sly dog, that sly dragon is like, I love how she's like, this whole scene was great. He leaves, he's all pissed. Nectus, who is very in tune with him again, very much like a Kieran to Castile. Yes. Like tell he needs to feed. What can we do to give him a feed? And he's like, actually you'll work. And he's like, she's like, well, I'm going to piss him off. And he goes, it might kill me. And he goes, yeah, but like he'd still feed. And she's like, great. And, and like, everyone's like, like, I'm just being honest. My favorite thing about Ector and Rain and Scion when she's walking with Nectus to go through. Some blessings with you. You beat me. Prayers and many blessings. Prayers and many blessings. I loved it. I was like, holy shit. And Ector's like, yeah, well, if he kills you, we don't have to worry about you killing him. Yeah, it's like, it's coming And then, of course, like Nectus being like the all-knowing wise one, Steven Tyler, that he is, you know? He's like... 
you know, he's going to be mad at you because you told me to take me somewhere safe. And he goes, I am taking you somewhere. Like he just fucking knows, <laughs> right? My favorite, please God, this is my like, oh my God scene. She So he leads her there. Nectus. They get into it. He's going to, Nectos is getting cleaned up. She walks into the bathroom. (sighs) (laughs) Yeah, I do too. I've had a little bit of wine. I can't. (laughs) I'm getting really excited. (laughs) I'm sweating. And he's over like the sink, like how you would think any man just like leaning over the sink. And he's like, why the fuck are you here? Like, I didn't tell you to take. And she's about a pissed, angry man. And next way he looks. Yes. And she's like, well, Nectus told me like this would be safe. And he's like, this is beyond not safe. Like basically. And he's coming at her and she's like, those are starting to come in. Yes. And he's like, wings are coming out. He's pissed. He's going into hunger rage mode. And I'm like, oh, and it's so primal. I mean, and then he, he, then he starts like stalking her. And I'm like, yeah, oh, he's going to fucking kill you. But like, he's going to maul you. And that's basically what he says. Because she's like, listen, you're really injured. Nectus came up with this great idea that maybe you should feed right. from me. And he's like, no, I'll fucking kill you. And she's like, I think at this point, like, it doesn't really matter what will happen. But you need to like, do this. I'm going to feed from you and I'm going to fuck you while I do it. And then she responds. She responds. Is that a promise? oh that whole banter i was she is just toying with him she she's like you know what i'm gonna do anything that'll get him to feed because she knows it needs to happen but also like it's their game like yes it's their game that they've been playing and here we fucking go when you know like when she read is that a promise when she said is that a promise i literally in my head like y'all ready for this done i was like (laughs) here we go just immediately just I mean, latches onto her neck. Like, and when I, oh God, Hallie, this scene for me, like, I don't even think I can even express it, like, I as can't. well as I would like, I just and, like, like cry, dude, but like, also, I just, like, laugh. And he is feeding from her, obviously. Like, we know with Castile as well, he, it hurts for a second and then he can make it feel good. In that sense, it is causing her to be extremely aroused. <laughs> he broke that leg. She is fucking ready to roll. And I mean, rips her dress the bodice he's she just rips it off of her and then and she's like hurrying out of it yeah she's like please 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 that would be that would be me i'd be like that would yes! be anything like, you need shimmy 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 it's out like in, um, uh, bruce almighty Shoo. yes that's <laughs> me when i see Nikos. <laughs> done and he is like just he's fed enough a little bit at this point not even so enough but like off. yeah but then she baits him one last time She's like, well, you promise. promise and she's me. like, you promised me when I tell you. <laughs> like, I can't even. When he makes me squirm. He, like, I can't. Oh, my God. He bites her boob. her boob and starts feeding again and has lays her on the bed fiercely of course it's not yes, like course. it's not nice in any way shape or form well we don't we don't want it to be nice and there's we We're don't not here for and nice. there's there's something about the fact that he is a virgin and you know at this point this is the first fucking time there's something about that but then he also keeps looking down at them i like- just stop stop that's stop and watching then, him watch. watching himself and then him <laughs> saying this is beautiful. Done. I was just like, oh my God. I'm, just, I just, 
I can't even talk about it. It's the it most perfect scene I've so ever read in my life. Fucking good. And I might just like release this this uh, this video of just this part so you can see me and Taylor somewhat crying, somewhat sweating, somewhat ripping our head out. <laughs> me with pit stains. Like yeah. I cannot. I just yeah. like him. And he like keeps watching them joining together and I'm like why is that so fucking hot I don't know and it's like he's just like admiring everything oh like, I've never ever felt this before and I'm just like oh my and then God. you know the thing the only like ugh, about this is like when he she's like me either and he's like yeah you have and it's like don't be a fucking dick right now and she's like no but like really me either and thankfully he reaches he like feels her emotions and realizes yeah. I mean at this point he at this thinks, point but as soon as it's over he kind of goes back to being an asshole he goes right but back I to being say, an asshole. I understand but, why but I, I understand really why I hate that but, 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 but not for fucking long not for fucking long because she gets an so, attitude basically he oh oh my kink here it is okay you're probably gonna think it's gross i don't even care there's something about after sex when you just like lay there and everything is still going on and they're still inside of you and you're just like laying there taking that moment in Fucking Christ, Hallie, that they do that. I literally gripped my steering wheel. I was like, <laughs> like I was about no, to that's beautiful. That's it's gross. so that's beautiful. Well, I mean, I don't know. Some people be like, get that kind of me. But no, like, there's like a moment. Yeah. It's not a one like night stand here. People. The, the, okay, exactly. It's like she didn't need to wipe herself off. It's fine. And it, there's just something about, and she talks about like riding him through that. So there's something about this, not just like his orgasm, but like riding him through riding his through first. Talking through it. I'm just like, oh. My but it's his first time. God, you know what uh, I mean? And she's like, just like, like as I just he moaned into the mic today. No, no, I'm like talking about like a really deep She's dark kink combined. I'm like talking really, really hardcore kink combined, and I'm just like, yeah, really into I. That's called intimacy, Taylor. It's, it's called, called intimacy. Ooh, is that what the word? Yes, that's what it is. <laughs> but I just was like, this being written and what's exactly how I feel about. <laughs> so what's your kink? And there's like blood and intimacy. I just like really like. Intimacy and blood. <laughs> but it was. It was just like my first, like, I like actually, now that I'm talking about this, this is like my first full scene where I've been never more, just panting more. I'm sweating because it's just like, I I knew exactly how it, it that was felt in that moment. I and needed. I just, it was and perfection. It, it wasn't even and more. I was going to say and more, but it was like literally when you finally, Everybody, if you are a smart reader and you find you're feigning so yourself, <laughs> Hallie is flushed. I'm so when, red. When the you wine finally, isn't healthy either. No, it's not. I've had like I've had like <laughs> yeah. two and a half glasses, and I'm like, ooh, intimacy, oh, intimacy. What's that? <laughs> New kink alert. <laughs> hey guys, this the married heard? woman with a baby. New kink alert. Intimacy. Have you guys like ever heard of intimacy? <laughs> Welcome to my show. Let me explain it. This is my podcast. Anyways, you have this okay. great moment. Back Taylor's to business. losing her mind over it. And um, then she kind of, he immediately goes into like. He's out. He's done. He goes into like insecure mode and he's pissed still. And he's like, you know, how do you fake this? Like, wow, you're such a good fake. Like, oh, I hated it, but I understood. Oh, God. But I, I knew it was coming it. from. He just lost his virginity. He was sour. But because we're in Sarah's point of view, we know those feelings that she's feeling. And it's like, it was like a dagger to the fucking heart, the way he acted afterwards. Yes. 
but not for long because then he like goes into like you know boys can just like be mean then all of a sudden be like ready to roll again like that's basically what he's doing round two um doggy style yeah so she's like are you gonna in her in her head she's like are you hey it was like he knew he guys that's when she said he's a fast learner this is the moment where he's fast learner because yet again she's a priority because he's like as any true man would who knows did she get off let's make sure and double check double check so then they do like a little quick doggy it's great a little quick doggy and he like has he spanks her ass and this is the moment we have to point out she bites bites his thumb thumb. and gets a little little drippy drop of blood and that's gonna be important for later it's basically gonna seal her death warrant basically you just fucked yourself over so. <laughs> you're not gonna die so sorry to ruin it very ruin your life, life. <laughs> you are you're both screwed. you're so screwed you're but either way i don't know i we are getting drunker and drunker we also didn't talk about the blowjob scene oh stop <laughs> stop another scene where i was like <laughs> Panting because, like, it was his first blowjob again. Pussy fucking power, like, she, he <laughs> is just a virgin of all sorts, you and know. She's like here to do the job, and she is, she is doing a little suck. He has the primal of death, like, literally on his knees, like, yeah, literally, literally says, You can do anything, like, anything. Yeah, she's like, What can I do? and he's like, Anything, and then she's like, anything. Okay. I'm an experienced woman. And she's like, wearing she's been trained for this now. by the women of the jade or whatever. <laughs> she's all these whores. <laughs> she's been trained. Like, I hang out the looks. Okay. I hang out the red pearl. Okay. Plot <laughs> yeah. twist. She actually invested it- and created the red pearl. She Plot twist. She's Miss Willa. <laughs> Plot twist. Could you imagine? I would die. <laughs> and she's like, what else can I do? And she's like stroking. It's like, she literally it just embraces every moment of just being a powerful fucking it's woman. Fair. It's not fair. And she just, and you know, you only get this once gals. You only get this once. Once they get, get a, once. once they get a blow job and once they have a hand job and lose their they virginity. They think they're all big so, and bad. Okay? They think they know how to do everything and they just <laughs> don't even know what they're doing. So this is your, guys. Your one this, shot. This is her shot. And she fucking knew it. She knew she, it. She knew it. And she does. Like, I can't get over how pro fucking dick sucking she's good at. I love it. She is such a fucking pro at it. She's such a pro. I fucking love it. I love the whole scene. Um, I love specifically the next morning when Jadis is in bed with him. So I'm talking about the roll-up ball that we talked the about. Roll-up, yeah. And then when Nectis comes and to next- get her. Stop. Oh, when wait, wait, wait a minute. It's not even Nectis coming to get her. He's on the roll rail of the rolling. He's crouched. Perched. Outside the fucking door. Oh, when I was perched like an animal on your balcony rail just sitting and staring at you and 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 again he's socially awkward and he's That's like says what i love about him because he is he's a human form but he's such an animal he doesn't get it like why that's weird holly imagine if steven tyler you <laughs> wake up steven tyler wake up perched on my railing <laughs> staring at me with a tilted head 
Could you imagine? I would say, oh, I forgot I took a drop of acid this morning. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and this is where he says, like, um, Niktos was one of my own, and I think you'll be one of mine as well. I to Sarah. almost cried. And that is, again, that is why he's like, you're going to go feed because I am the all-knowing. And he's like the dad of the group. He's like, look, this boy needs to lose his virginity. You need to. That just is like, dear God, Asher. It's been many years. It's been many years. It's been decades. Hundreds of years. Okay. All right. Back on That's all of the smut scenes. But, um. Then we get to like what? the fucking the info dub. Oh my god, the Let's info the dub end. at the end. We've got her like I'm going to the very end where we yeah, just learn the prophecy and everything. Because so that's you really like pretty much it. Oh, and re- so you've got Bella, Bell, Bill. I say Bill, but Bill. I don't fucking know Bill. I say Bill. Call my cat. That's how I call my cat. Bill the cat said. Bill the cat. Penelope. 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 Whoever, I didn't know. Penelope's there. At the very end, it's... Let's not talk about the very Bill end. Bill is not there. Bill, but I'm just saying, like, Bill has mentioned some things. Penelope oh, comes... You didn't finish that thought, so I I'm sorry. Know. I'm sorry. I'm right. going to do a couple glasses of wine. I across the Zoom. You should it's be. very hard. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Penelope... All right, let's get to the very end. Basically, what just happened is... What's her... Fa- uh, Aos and Bill and... Sarah are like fucking around with Gemma. And then we have the three hood rat gods that are like, that's probably coming to fuck shit up. No, they are. They're coming to fuck shit up and they're coming to like fuck. They are trying to kill. They stab Bill. They knock out Aos. They're trying to kill. Have the audacity to bite Sarah. That was a big deal. I felt right now we don't know about it, but Nitos is going to be upset. Because then we hear the ground shaking, the shadows are forming. Wings he co- have wings sprouted are out, and they're not just shadows; they're real. They're out to play. Hello. Um, and again, big dick energy. Um, when he just goes there and he goes on your knees now, and they all drop. Ugh. Done. God damn Done it. Done for. <laughs> It's and just then he's good. like, "How d- don't look at her. And then he ends up looking at her and he melts. His melts his fucking eyes. eyeballs. Melts them. Yes. And so like all, it was a great scene. It's just very big dick. Basically, yes. he knows they're going to go back to Colas in some way. And right. he's going to be like, here you go, bitches. Here's your melted right. eyeballs. She also then ascends Beale. And to save her. That is something that like should never have been possible to be done. Um, nope. So she's there. We get a little inkling that maybe one of the other gods starts with an H. I can't remember his name. It's like going to be pissed because Beale now will threaten his throne. So maybe that'll come later. I really don't care because now we're going to get to that Nitos summoned. I really don't care. <laughs> Nitos summoned the the fates, the array. And, Can um, I tell you how I was reading how I was reading that in my last little bit? I read the last couple chapters. I read them because I feel like that really sticks in my brain. Right. The area. Uh, <laughs> it's not your areola. That's better. Your air. The area. I was like, this isn't right, but right. The area. And in this scene, one we talk about Victor's, which that's definitely what Victor was. Victor is a Victor, which and- tells me we will see him again in one day. 
Yeah, Victor's gonna come back. Or she's gonna he's go, not dead. He's in. Well, he's dead. But then he goes back to uh, the city of Lothos or whatever. Right. And once he's back there, he remembers his past, all of his past lives and everything. So I'm like, what if Poppy goes there? Then she goes against Victor. See him as Victor. And he'll tell her um, everything. Just I want. Yeah, it's so cool. But like, he I'll was just like, write your book, JLA. Just let right. Me know. Just let me do it. <laughs> um, but we Penelope is there, the goddess, and which is Penelope. Penelope. Yeah, who she's named after. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> and then Holland. Sir Holland, but it's really just Holland. And he is actually part of the array. He's he not a victor. He's part of the array. The fates. And in his mind, he didn't technically intervene. But like... He knew kind of what was going on, was trying to keep her safe. And Holland was like rooting for her because in reality, he was like, I have a, something to do with this. Right. Um... I'm not going to get too deep into this because it is so much. And again, I I haven't fully processed it. But I want to get to one big part. I want to get to the prophecy. Yeah. We have the very last part of this that we had in A Crown of Gilded Bone. And we know that from, um, what's the, Alistair, when he kidnaps Poppy and is like, you know, the goddess Penelope in her bones was written as prophecy. I love that now we get to see Penelope in the flesh saying, oh, I had this prophecy that just happened. Like, here it is. Yeah. But she gives the whole prophecy. And I have some theories on this. You want to get a little crazy with me? I'm sure. That just tell me yours and I'll tell you mine. Okay. One, back it up for Aos is talking to, to Sarah about feeding. Um, I think Poppy is the primal of life and death. I agree. And that has never happened before because she's a mix both. Okay, wait. Before we say Poppy. Isbeth is a demigod. Hold on real quick. Let's jump back really quick just to say with the prophecy of what's going on, she, okay, whatever. Two, a king and queen from Blood and Ash and fucking from. I have it. You want me to read it to you? I would like to. Oh, look at you and your it's Oh, would you like me to break it? Down? Give me that little paragraph because then we can drop back. Let's to take it like little by little. Yes, All right, go ahead. Yep. <laughs> please go. Please read to us. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm listening. You just got so not to sad. interrupt. Not to interrupt you at all into what your pro- your theorizing was, but I do think it's important to say what what's her face is, Sira. But go ahead. Cereal, Sarah <laughs> is the primal of life. Okay, continue. Now, boom. There you go, everybody. Bam. And she's basically, you know what? Without her, their world would have already been fucking ruined. Okay, now I think it's important to know because then we can jump back to Aos and what we think of Poppy and everything. Right. Go, go. I'm ready. Okay. And go, I'm ready. Okay. okay. I'm ready for your words. From the desperation of golden crowns and born of mortal flesh, a great primal power rises as the air to the lands and seas, the skies and all the realms. That is Stop. what they said. Her dad was like the gold, the desperation of golden crowns, meaning he made the deal. And then it stated in this book that Sarah is the great primal power rises to air of lands and sea. Bigger thing in that, a crown of gilded bones. Continue. They turn gold. Remember? Desperation of golden crowns? I think, but it's desperation of golden crowns. Oh, maybe I just don't understand words. Right. <laughs> right. 
We're still yeah. talking about this right now, this time yep. period. This time period. I'll, I'll tell you when we move forward. I'm ready. <clears throat> I'm listening <clears throat> to you. Um, a shadow in the ember, a light in the flame. <laughs> Book names. Oh, wow. To become a fire in the flesh. That is Sarah. Mm-hmm. But here we go. When the stars fall down from the night, the great mountains crumble under the seas and old bones raise their swords beside the gods. Hmm. I kind of I think some gods are going to eventually have to come back to life. There's going to be a couple people that are going to pop up out of the ground. I think so. The false one will be stripped from glory until two born Polis. of the same misdeeds. Born of the same great and primal power in the mortal realm. Here we go. You want, you want me to blow your mind? Blow it. My theory? I'm ready. It says, a first daughter with blood full of fire faded for the once promised king. The once promised king is going to be Malik. <gasps> Read that again. Read it again. Give, us, give me the chills. Read it again. A first daughter with yep. blood full of fire faded for the once promised king. Whoa. Well, who do who do I think? Um, which means Poppy has to have an older sister. Do you want me to tell you who I think the older sister is? Go ahead. Okay. Do you also know that I also thought this? Because why would the fuck would she keep her around? Right. Exactly. Go ahead. That's um, I was hoping this would be one of your theories. There I'm we go. The same there we go. go and the second daughter with blood full of ash and ice, the other half of the future king. Future king will be Castile. Oop. Boop. And she's the king of flesh and fucking fire. Like, who else could it be? Who else? Um, together. So I think they're all gonna four of them gonna come together. They're all part of his prophecy. Together, they will remake the realms as they usher in the end. Now, you know, in the crown of gilded bone, we got this part, which was like uh the harbinger of death, the bringer of death and destruction. We got that part. We thought it was like the dark one. I think it's gonna be Colas. I think, so I think Colas in some way, he's asleep. I don't think he's, I don't, we obviously don't know what happens to Colas at this point in the site, but I think he's going to come back. I think with the last chosen blood spill, the great conspirator birthed the flesh and fire of the primals will awaken as the harbinger and bringer of death and destruction. Mm-hmm. Beware for the because- angel come from the West to destroy uh, the east and lay waste all which lies between I think Colas is coming back or he's or like Isbeth woke him up or like or well, or like I don't know something something with Col- Colas is coming Colas is coming well and the thing is it can't be any like heir of Colas that can't be like a daughter or anything or a son because he him. can't because he can't bring life and that was a big thing about Colas that everyone's like oh he can't bring back life he can't give life no no he, he literally can have an offspring yeah so like I I'm excited. I think he's coming. Um, he's definitely coming. And I think Isbeth is a demigod. I think we can confirm that, right? She's definitely a demigod. And I think it's <clears throat> only by what happened. I don't think she's, in a way, like, was she ascended? You know, that's the... the. Well, we have, we know that. So I don't think, I think in, from Blood and Ash, they have it wrong. Um, I don't think that Malik can make an ascended because Malik's technically a god and God can't make ascended i think the ascended are going to come from colas i think it's going to be what he's doing with the revenants and the ascended i think it's going to be from like his camp okay listen 
this is not even going to be happening. But what if just Colas is the guy in the cage? Just, ah! it's not him. I mean, it's but, not. It's Iris. But, like, that would be hysterical. Spence <laughs> just has the primal of death life, whatever he thinks he is. No, I think, I think he's going to be, like, the dark one or. He is. And that means that Niktos, he's already awoken. He's going to wake up again. And you know who else is going to wake think- up? I think eventually Sarah and Nikos are going to have to wake up. They have to wake up. Sarah is a hundred. I can't wait till Sarah's ass wakes up. I can't wait till Sarah sees what they did her granddaughter and y'all better buckle up. No, because she's going to be pissed because she's going to be like, first, not only did you do to my granddaughter, what did you have done to my son? How dare you? Hugh, she's going to be like, you're causing issue to my granddaughter who is the rightful queen. And where the fuck is Jadis? Where the fuck is Jadis? <laughs> That's what I was going to say. And three, where the fuck is Jadis? Where is Here's my Weaver, Where's Where Weaver? are they? Where are they? That's but it. then maybe Colas has Jadis. Oh, that made me sad. But he could have taken her. I was a little, I will say I was a little um, tired. Like, I was like, wait, why are we like introducing Colas? Like, I just want to like stick to like Isbeth and like the sun and like, all of that because that's because hurting Isbeth my brain enough. She's not shit. Isbeth ain't shit. I know. I know. I have a feeling that she really isn't going to be shit. And so like, it doesn't make yep. sense. It's just like to keep the series going and to keep it so good. Yep. But I will say when I first read this, because I was so overwhelmed and like exhausted, I was like, oh my God, here we go again. Like I'm going to have to get another murder board. But I will say with back with you and recording it, it's been fun. Like I just... I, we just I, need to I'm talk. Ready to it. know everything, and I don't have it. Well, and it's there's you but know that's the we, fun of it. That's the fun of it, and we think we have our murder board plotted, right. which we know we don't. Right, that's the <laughs> joke. Um, which actually we don't. So, right. um, but yeah, um, that was pretty much all my theories. Was like the big one between Malik and the Revenant. I think. I think the Revenant's going to be her sister. Well, and that's what Colas has been making with the Chosen. I know. And that's really interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Because I'm, it's like. I'm very curious. That's why I agree with you and the Colas coming back. Colas is, he has to be the dark one. Because initially, Colas was the, was the god of, or the primal of death, death. Death. So he was technically the dark one. And. Um, Let's talk about, I, I can't even get into all the fucking strings and the fucking whirlwind they like the fucking hamster wheel uh fucking holland and penelope were taking us on with all the what ifs of the world the the philosophy the, the philosophical talking was i was about to kill them just yeah i just like answer. couldn't do it anymore but basically because what it- i got out of it is that she's gonna die for day to 21 it's probably gonna be by death's hand aka nature's hand and um but, the but, only but, way to save her it will call us or that's death. what i'm saying but 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 yep. I think the only way to say the only way to save her is if she goes through the calling with someone she loves. But to do that, she has to have not only someone she loves, but like it has to be the god in which the ember is from, which would be Nikos. And but unfortunately, but Hallie, also, I hate to. You know what? Nikos, he not can't gonna, love. He can't. Well, that's love. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So, unfortunately, Hallie, I have to nip you in the bud because he just he is unable to love. <laughs> I don't like that like story plot, but he I'm gonna is. I'm gonna trust JLA. He's gonna love her, but like, I don't like it. I'm just like it's stupid. Can we not like it's a part of my four point eight? A part of my four point eight was I'm gonna when, trust it, but it, it annoyed me. 
it uh-huh. we had so much going on that I was like, can we just and, give and the me thing a break is, somewhere? <laughs> and like continuously Nikto's being like horrified of this information. He was like, <gasps> like the gasp from Nikto's and he had like, oh, I have to love. And I'm no, just like, oh my God. You know, so I know something you don't know. So don't tell me. No. Don't tell I'm me. I'm not, but I'm going to say that when you read this, what, a light in the flame or whatever, I don't know exactly what happens, but I do know one thing. I'm not going to tell you, but I will say all of that reaction from him will make sense when you read the next book. Okay, that's fine. He's not being was, dramatic like, just to be dramatic. I thought he was just being like, no, <gasps> there's a very big reason. I'm not telling you what it is, but that will make sense later on. You brat, you already know. No, I, I wish I didn't because it annoys the fuck out of me. It's because you creep around on TikTok. No, it was on the fucking Jaylanders group. Oh, I don't. Those are all silenced. <laughs> those, those, those are, well, I mean, I can't lead you through darkness all right. the time. <laughs> um, anyways, that was a shot of the ember. Let's just end it there because I cannot keep going down no, this rabbit hole. Yeah, we're done um, for right now. Right. So we have a new segment we want to talk about. Things that annoy us. It's called Let's <laughs> Bitch About It. Let's bitch about it. Because there are every, you know, every episode now, um, the last whatever much time we have, um, Taylor and I are gonna bring to you something that we really want to bitch about. Yeah. You know, like something that just small, big, whatever. We have to bitch about it, or else we're yep. gonna lose our minds, like end up in yep. jail or the psych ward. So yeah. I have two of them. What do you have for this week? I have two as well. What, what do you want to bitch about? You tell me. Um, I told you my one and you know what you remember you told me maybe I have ADD for it but then it happened so I did it right so my first one is I can't stand the mailbox flex on mailboxes and people who use them I know guys it's tech it's just the technology in our world I know you do and it's funny because the technology in our world is just like you know jumped that we have these red flags that signal to the mailman (laughs) I have mail inside so all of us live in a big city of Atlanta. No, um, I have a lot of post offices around me. I will give you that. And it would be beneficial maybe <laughs> if I did it. When you live in BFE and you don't want to drive 20 minutes to the post office to mail a letter, you just stick the red flag up. Yeah. So I have two things for this. Right. One, it blocks my view. I am a me- You it's are a correct. It's a red flag. You know, but you just like, I am trying to drive and there's a red flag. Why? I don't know. And I immediately they need pull a red flag. Yeah, and then I there's the yeah. mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag, wag my tail. My tail. <laughs> there's mail. Yeah, thank you for blue clue, blues clues. Gen Z doesn't even know what that is. I have no idea. They're gonna be like blues clues, <laughs> blues clues. So, but this happened to me. It, well, let me go back on my red flag. The red flag happens, and then I have this innate issue that I want to know what you're sending out. I've never looked. Oh, that's interesting. But, but that's the thing. Like I'm. Lazy. I'm so nosy that I'm it's like. It's tempting you to go open people's mail, but is it felony? <laughs> why? It is a felony, so that's why I haven't done it. But I'm like, what are you but sending? But it's tempting. That you have to signal your flag for. You like, know, I what have is mail. What is this? But like, what if I are... just take your mail and never, you think the mailman. <laughs> and you it never up, get it. But I right. took it. Right. So, so then. All the wedding invites that get lost, it's really you going it's around. It's me in my neighborhood. You don't get invited because of me. <laughs> Because you can't but, stand the red flag. It's a, it's a temptation for you. It's just like, I don't get it. And then when people use it, I'm like, who is using this? Me. Who you are. But like, you're outside. Like, right. you to me, when you do things, okay. I'm like, that's Hallie. Like, but, but like my neighbor, when I watch them do it, I'm like, what are you sending? Yeah. I don't even see you take your groceries I can, out I of your car. I can understand that. So that was that. 
but I did it myself. I was like, you know what? I'm going to put it to the test. I'm going to use the red flag. I did the red flag. I feel like that's like healing. Hallie, Hallie, can I tell you what happened? Nope. Can I tell you what happened? What? Red flags up. I go out there. I put our friend Grace, her RSVP. You will be meeting her. This is a little snippet of later. We'll talk about it later in the episode. But I put Grace's RSVP for her wedding into the box. Oh, we did that too. We did not get picked up. Flag up. No, no, no. You did your flag flag up. I did my part. Who do you think knocks at my door? The mailman. The mail lady. Oh, okay. Mail lady. She said, did you mean to send this out? Which has confused me beyond <laughs> belief. Because I'm like, I put I put it in there. I put the red flag up. Like you everyone stop at does. everyone's doors with the red flags up? And she goes, yeah, I just wanted to make sure that you were trying to send this out. Or if this was yesterday's mail. To my... Attention. But if she would have looked at the address, she would have seen. She would have known that Clearly, it wasn't for me. It's not for you. So now I'm confused. Now you're even like more <laughs> about the red flag. Now I'm like really pissed off about the red flag. And it, I mean, it just was a one-off. More on the mailing system. More it's just like, system. fuck them. <laughs> fuck postage. Yeah. But no, and if you're a male woman or man or whatever you are, I love that. I'm very sorry love about that. that. You. Um, but you need to go teach your local male right. people what's going on. But I did. Right. That was that. Um, go ahead with your first. That was mine. Um, I want to bitch about um, public self-checkout. Mm, big, <laughs> big issue. Walmart, big issue. But go really? ahead. Any self-checkout. Yep. I just ahead. happened to go to a Publix. Um, you know, Tough when I use. With a self-checkout. Tough right. Place. When I use self-checkout, um, I, one, I don't have a full buggy. I have a basket. No, it's 10 items or less for me. <laughs> right. Yep. And also, while I'm waiting in line, I'm like already going through the whole process of like, Click I the already screen, have my card out and ready. It. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mm-hmm. already know that you have to scan it and immediately put it in the bag or else it'll alert you and won't let you continue. Um, I'm ready. You know, I'm prepared for this. No, I, you know how to use the self-checkout. You've been well versed. Like, I'm also anxious everyone else waiting behind me. Yeah, so that's I'm the like, issue though. fucking go. This tests your skills as a child when you thought right. that maybe you could be a, a scanner. But I could. And a cashier. 100%. Like it's confirmation. I could be a self-checkout. <laughs> this actually brings my childhood dreams to fruition right, when I do the self-checkout. To be, uh, Walmart yeah. checkout ladies, right? So I'm, I'm like, I got through. this. It's my time to shine. I'm ready um, for you. But the people at the things already, they have buggies full. They're not putting the things in the bag as they go. And then it's like, alert, alert, alert. And I'm like, can I help? Like, oh my God, move, move aside, Karen. You felt Let you needed to be customer service. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it sends me into the abyss of rage. <laughs> it just fucking every time, every fucking time. And so you want to know why I do self-checkout mm-hmm. more than anything? It's because I don't like, this is another, actually maybe F3, but it all loops together. The public's um, baggers that are so aggressive with taking your cart to your car. I'm like, I don't it, it need put, you There's angst there. It I don't need you to do anxiety. it. And my car is dirty. I don't want you to see it. And I don't want to awkwardly talk to you as we walk to my car. I just. How's don't. your day? I don't know because I, you're pushing all of my goods. Right. So like then I go to self-checkout to like avoid all of this anxiety. And then I still get anxiety and it sends me into the abyss of rage. I can't get over it. And then the whole rest of the day, I'm pissed the fuck off. Like everything is an inconvenience and it's all because of public self-checkout. Yeah. No, I, I feel that. It. I'm over it. Um, 
because like this happens a lot. Like I go, yeah. we don't have self-checkout at Publix. We have it at our local Target. Oh, wow. And they, there is someone screaming at the end of it. <laughs> Card only, no right. cash, no cash back. Card only. No and what do they do? Cash. cash and cash back. They only have cash every single time. Or they, and they want cash back. back every single time. It is consistent. Yep. It is consistent. And I'm like, guys, she is screaming for her life to tell it's you it is following. card only. And nobody can do it. They don't know. And it's like, I just don't know if you're just like, you feel so entitled. And they are, they're like, take my cash. Like literally these people are like, please God, take my cash here right now. Take it, take all my we money. We can't, this isn't the we cash can't, line. We can't do it. It's called we following can't. rules. And I understand the whole cash issue because like. But then go to the line. You've got a $1 bill that's jammed. Have you ever been to a vending machine? <laughs> We're holding up the whole line. You want cash back? How much? What if the cash runs out at the machine? Right. Who is going to do that? It's Who? too much. It's, it's too it's, much. It's too much. Some people in this world are not meant for self-checkout. And I, I wish there was a screening process, you know? Yeah. Mine is ease of access. My second one. Um, between a cork and a screw top bottle of wine. Have you been in the presence of a screw top bottle of wine? Yeah, I'm like the... Um... Like, I don't like screw top wines, not because they're not good wines. I just, for some reason in my brain, is like, oh, that's a trashy wine. Yeah. Like, I don't see, have to work for it. But then when most, I work for it, half, you know, the cork falls off halfway or I can't get it out or whatever. So, yeah. Right. I feel you on that whole synopsis. Right. But here's my issue. Okay. I'm, I am at Publix and my, some of my favorite wine is Mayomi Pinot Noir. That is and a screw I love top. I will say I do love top. that one. I and do love that one. A decoy cab. Love a good decoy cab. Here I am trying to unscrew the decoy cab. Trying <laughs> to uncork it. Not unscrew it. Uncork the decoy cab. Do you know when it really pisses me off? And maybe it's a user error. The right. cork breaks. The cork fucking breaks. And no, what I, are you doing? I always say it's a bad, it's a bad cork. It's That's a bad cork. Say. It wasn't me. But you know what? Why isn't all wine screw top? Why have we labeled screw top as because we need the like trashy suction of the cork? But you just screw it tighter, you know. You oh. Just you just really suction it, and and you know what the cool thing about this is, right. and I'm sure you have them in your drawer. It is a there's your wine bottle, and you can take these cute little toppers, and you, that is true. I do have those. You jam it in there, right? Right. You feel me? Right. I feel you. That's it. That was that was a big thing for me this okay. week. Um, I had about four bottles of wine this week. Right. So it was, like, my, it was very, yeah, it felt, it was like the last straw. It was it, the it last was, straw it was my 13th reason. of it was my 13th reason of I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. Yeah. Yep. I feel that. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, my last one is um uh, pickles, uh, chamoy pickles. Chamoy? Chamoy pickles. I don't know if you've seen are those the TikTok. baby pickles. No, the they're pickles? like the big fat pickles. That oh, the ones that you like on TikTok. <laughs> What do you do with that? I wish people had a video right now. Um, maybe one day. Maybe one day we'll be brave enough. No. So on TikTok, there, there has been for months this trend. It's like, you know, the big, yes, the big pickles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the big pickles. 
Are they the big pickles that are like in the bag? They're in the bag and they're like red because they're like full of like, I don't know, so much red 40. We probably all have cancer now. They're right? red? They're dyed red with like chamoy or something. Like chamoy spices. Like they're Mexican spices. Oh, chamoy. And then it comes with like Mexican candies and like jaw, like fruit roll. It's like, a, it's like you're basically creating this pickle that's like sweet, spicy, sour all at once. Here's the thing. I get on, my mouth is watering right now think, just thinking about it. I love pickles. You think they're good? Just wait. Wait for my, don't. I'm sorry. Me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm rushing. I'm rushing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just trying I'm to understand. I'm on TikTok and I keep seeing people eat these pickles. And it like every time makes me, like I need, I need, I need this. Like it just looks so good. It sounds good. Like it just, the ASMR that's happening. I'm like, God, like it's like an orgasm watching. Good bite. I mean, watching someone eat so a I, pickle. Right. The crunch. The crunch. I get you. It's it's fantastic. Um, so I ordered a chamoy pickle kit. Which because pickle of this kit. Trend, it's a pickle kit. Because of this trend, they have price gouged it. Okay. I spent like $40 on this pickle kit. It comes with a big fat pickle in the bag. And then it has like you wrap it in like, I don't know, some sort of like, it's like a fruit roll up, basically. You wrap the pickle in a fruit roll up. Then you like shove Takis into it. Crunchy, spicy Takis. <laughs> <laughs> then Man. you have like moist sauce that you like drizzle in it it's okay. really it's really perverted like when you think about it actually it. sounds really gross but go right. ahead so then i do all of this thinking this is getting like the best because everybody's like oh my god it's like how the long best do you let it ever. sit you don't you just put it together and then you eat it oh wait, and then you eat it okay right so i do this the first bite i take i've never in my life had anything more repulsive in my mouth ever and i've had quite a few repulsive things in my mouth okay have you this was the worst <laughs> i mean my trash okay <sighs> this was worse trash just like i thought trash <laughs> i was so mad so now every time i see people eat these chamoy pickles my mouth waters i want it but i know it's not good and i spent 40 fucking dollars on a chamoy pickle kit and it was the worst fucking thing i've ever had in my life I feel as though we could have made a chamoy. I'm over it. I'm I'm over people pushing it and people price gouging it. It's horrible. Don't you know, do it. The thought for me, Allie, is that maybe right. we could have made our own ch- chamoy pickle ourselves. No, I, I can't because I'm so I've been wrong by it. You know, like I can't. And chamoy. the red stain that I had on my mouth and my hands for from two the two days, the sauce, two days, I couldn't get it off. Who the fuck is eating these? Clearly me. Clearly you. Never again. You were influenced. That's I was. God. Oh, my I have one. I do have one more. Oh, let me try. Um, wood chippers. <laughs> All context. So you're driving down the road, you know, you're in like right. a neighbor, you're in a neighborhooded area. Okay. Sentencing. And someone decides that they need to cut down the environment. Travesty. Travesty. And you're watching this 30-foot something tree <laughs> getting chipped into wood. It's like murder. I had to drive past a wood chipper. Have you ever been around one full yeah. blast? Yeah. And they are just making a mess. A mess, Hallie. <laughs> I drove past a wood chipper. This is like not really. It's just like an inconvenience for me. Drove past the wood chipper. The amount of wood chippings on my a wood car. Chip, chip, could a wood chipper chip up? 
And it was, it was a hundred percent the wood chipper's fault. I mean, like, I get it. You got a dead tree in your car. I mean, your car, you got a dead tree in your yard. I feel like you're talking about you a dead body cut it in down. car that could also You be need to cut it down. But God forbid, I drove past a wood chipper this week and it looks like pollen had gone all oh, over my yeah. car. Please, you know what? And I want to say don't. do it when people aren't driving. When are people not driving? But like, also- Well, you can't can have that get- going at 2 a.m. People are asleep. That's what I was also going to say. You do it at night, but then some- Sounds stupid, like a you problem. Some Karen is going to come around and be like, you. a wood chipper. It would <laughs> probably <laughs> be me. But like, you know, evaporate the tree figure it out no, we can't do that world. but you can you know okay. we have figured out many a thing we need the asher aka nictos to <laughs> come to take his little these trees his little platinum band on his arm and kill the tree. i want to know more about that speaking the, of the like platinum he has bands. platinum but like vcs has gold like what does that mean it literally what is animal the mary comes out Pop. of her what it's mary Poppins. comes out of her they're gonna Mary Pop in those fucking gold bang. I hope so. I'm excited. They're just gonna press a button, boop, whatever you want. Anyways, that was our segment. Let's bitch about it. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, we'll have better things to, to bitch about as I have time to think more about the things I hate in life. Right. You know, <laughs> that's true. But I do have quite a list. Um, I do. I just gotta make sure they're appropriate. Exactly. Um. Yeah. Anyways, thanks for hanging out with us. This is my last episode for a little bit. This is is Hallie's last episode. She is going to do big things over the next month, but don't worry, my dear friends. I have two episodes planned coming up for you, really, um, with our friend Grace. Maybe three. Maybe three. Out for six weeks. Possibly three. We'll see where we're at. I'm thinking two, and then we can do a hang with your host the Monday we get back from a joint bachelorette party that we're going on. I and think I feel like that... we have a lot of stories for you to hang with the host. I would love to hang with you, my co-host. Yeah. Um. So maybe we'll see. We'll see where we're at. We'll keep you updated on our schedule. But yes, the next thing we are doing is an episode, Um. the book Gothicana. And Hallie, you're going to have to tell me, Runix? Runix. Runix. That's just want to make sure I was pronouncing that correctly. So yes, we're, the next episode is with our friend Grace. We've known, we'll let Grace introduce herself. I won't reveal too much about her. But we've known um, Grace for a very long time. Very, very long time. She's one of college. our OG college gals. She is an OG college gal. She's going to bring it to the mic. And I it's can't her wait. bachelorette trip. We will be on together. That we will back. be hanging about the host about... <laughs> So here we are. So yes, the next book is Gothicana by Rue Nix. I'm so excited. I am reading it right now. I listened to it on Audible. So I will give you my recs on the Instagram page. Oh my God. Actually, I thought of Audible and holy shit today, yesterday, I was super excited and just needed to share how much I was loving the Audible of um, a site that I like. Which she messaged. does, I think, all of from Run Nash too. She right? does them all. Yes, she's done the whole series, and I've listened to them previously. And I know you were like uh-huh, on it, but I don't know what but it I'm is just about a novel this book. Person, it's different. You're a novel person. It and doesn't I, matter how good they are. I'm just no, gonna say no. no, no. But you know, some like I mean, I'll be serious. There can be some weird voices in the world. I've been but turned you really off like by some. this woman. I love Stina Nielsen so much. So if you've ever been tempted to 
listen to any of these novels, please do. She does a phenomenal job. She um, also, like, set- liked our story. And, like, she, like, maybe us, so gave me, fine. like, a shout out. But who's <laughs> counting? She was, like, um, girl, like- I did. I got really excited. I texted Tally. And I was like, holy fuck. That felt really good. Do you so, want to yeah. share what else you have planned or not yet? No, I'm not going to share it yet. I'll share it after my episode of Gothicana because I think the next thing coming up is going to be really exciting. It's something we've never ventured into it might in be the like podcast. Monster dick. I don't know. It might be a monster beastie dick. I don't know. But with, with two ladies that you probably know very well if you're on the bookstagram. So yes, two ladies who I'm really excited to share my time with. I want to give them um, a full shout out when they're on. I can't I wait. So with. You have to listen to my next episode all by yes. myself, Gothicana with Runex, to find out what I'm doing next. But yes. yeah, I might have some schmoncher beastie dick. Very excited for you. I'm so excited. I know. Um, I feel in like. In the meantime, I will be finishing up my book. Yes. Um, I know we call her Hallie, but we right. actually have an author in our midst, Miss Birdie Banks. Yes, if you want to follow me on Instagram, nothing's on there yet, but it should be coming soon because my manuscript goes to my editor on May 15th, which is why I'm now leaving the show for a little bit because I have like 40,000 words left to write and I have- She's got it. So if you can, please send, as Hector would say, many peace and blessings, many many blessings and prayers to- Miss Hallie, well, she's and when I come back, I should have some updates for you on release dates and what it's going to be about and all the good stuff. So if you want to follow along at Author Birdie Banks on Instagram, I will have updates coming soon. But yeah, that's where I'll be. So y'all have fun. I'll why be am in I the like, writing cave. Why am I like tearing in. up? Like I know you're going to write, but you're like writing a fucking book. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little scary. It's um, a little scary, but she's so phenomenal. I've had a couple blurbs. I know. I've um, been sent my way and it is phenomenal. So yeah, I started writing high school romance and then my editor was like, you got to age them up because um, <laughs> Which, shit you want to do with these kids. And I'm like, fine. So God, age of consent, age of consent. <laughs> yeah. We've had to restructure and age them up. So it's kind of taking a little bit longer, but it's coming. May 15th is my, my date. So hopefully this summer we will have a book out. I can't wait. That's it's going to be plan. super exciting. Um, but yeah, with that. So after those two, then we'll pick up with the War of Two Queens. And yes. We have a slight palate cleanser the month of April. Please But you follow. know what, guys? We gave you four books of JLA. I think we deserve a little bit of a break. We do. How is he writing? I'm going to be reading some things that are definitely out of my repertoire. So I'm excited. Um, yeah, with that, we'll give you our sign out. So if you're new here, um, please follow us at let's talk about smut podcast on Instagram. If you feel like you need to be personal, you can reach out to us at let's talk about smut at gmail.com. Um, please, as usual, like, and review us. That's what keeps us around. That's what subscribe. Oh my yeah. Subscribe. And you know, when we have new episodes, review, subscribe, please rate, review, subscribe, but there's a rule to this. Keep your one stars to yourself. If you want to come in with questions, comments, and concerns, always DM us. We're here. We love constructive criticism. We don't, but maybe you could like come in. I will come here and PR you. Just kidding. Please, if there's something else you want to see, if you have any books you want us to read later in the season, please let us know. Other than that, we love you and we'll see you next time. It'll just be me. So you'll hear my voice. This is your last time to say bye-bye to Hallie. Bye, guys. See you in like six to eight weeks. She loves you so much. See you later. Bye. Bye.
Thank you.